you are listening to the Vcast. Hey everybody, how are you? How you doing? How your friends be? It's me, your host, Vic Cedeno. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for joining me. I was going to say us, but it's only me. It's only me here in my basement of my beautiful mansion in Beverly Hills. That's a joke. I don't like mansions because I don't have one. Uh, I don't even I'm already starting off with a ramble. Um, yeah, it is uh, Monday night. Monday night raw. No, it's not. It's Monday night, the 4th of March. Um, this is going to be on the internet tomorrow. Uh, so that'll be the 5th. And um, yeah, this is the second week in a row. We're trying to make this a thing. Trying to make this a weekly occurrence. Um, just for me to get on the mic, talk some shit uh, about what's going on with me, what's going on with the comedy scene in New Jersey. One day that will be spilling over to New York. And uh, just talking a lot of nonsense. And hopefully some of this nonsense helps you out. Uh, helps me out to get it off my chest, out of my head. And uh, I had a good podcast last week. Last week we went in depth. I said I'm talking weed like if there's somebody else here. This is no team here, sir. This is no team. It is just me, this little microphone, and my iPhone. That's what we're doing here. So uh, apologies in advance for the sound quality. Uh, but this is um, this is what we're getting. This is the raw and the real. Last week I went in and talked about my dad. It was a real tearjerker of an episode. I even got choked up. Um, and I've gotten some uh, pretty good feedback. I haven't let any family hear it, or I just haven't put it out there. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was really fun. I really enjoyed uh, talking about my dad and getting all that stuff off my chest. Um, talked to a few people actually that have um, lost their dad or lost someone, and they could really identify with the feelings. Um, so that's the point. That's that's what I'm really after is. Uh, just being able to identify with, or having people be able to identify with me because it makes me not feel as weird about the things I go through or the things I think. Anytime I really get like an in-depth conversation with somebody and, um, you know, we're able to relate, I feel much better about it. I feel more secure about myself and I get a little bit more perspective on my own problems. Sometimes listening to other people's problems help me with my own problems like like I said it's just about the perspective and a lot of times my perspective is skewed because uh, I'm in the middle of it so sometimes you talk to someone else and you help them with their problems and you kind of get out of your own shit and get out of your own way and you come up with some solutions yourself uh, that's kind of one of the core principles of Alcoholics Anonymous a program that I spent quite some time in uh, due to the New Jersey justice system <coughs> excuse me um, so yeah, that's the core, you know, one of the core principles of Alcoholics Anonymous is helping other people helps you because it, um, you know, it keeps things fresh in your head. It keeps the perspective, makes you feel good to help other people. And, um, you are able to see things from a different 
I guess that's the same thing as different perspectives. Anyway, um, so that was good. Just uh, talking about my dad and stuff. And um, now, uh, now we're back to the normal show. Normal show. Uh, and I'm going to be doing some of those episodes just talking about myself and things I go through because it seems like the more that I'm opening up now is uh, the more people are relating with me. And instead of just kind of doing like that cosmetic, uh, just like a cosmetic view of yourself on, on Instagram and social media, you kind of just, um, you don't put the real out there. Everybody always has that, that cover. Like they only want, they only want you to see a certain part um, which I get too. I mean, this is not for everybody. This is kind of intrusive, but um, for the purposes of what I'm trying to do uh, with stand-up comedy, and obviously the more people that know you, the more people go to your shows, and the more you get booked, and blah, blah, blah. So that's my goal. My goal with with all of stand-up, just like I said, any new listeners, um, I am an aspiring stand-up comedian. I have been doing comedy now for one year, folks, one year, uh, last February. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm getting booked on shows. I produce a show now, uh, Laugh It Up Tuesdays at Nikki's Bar and Grill in Little Ferry, New Jersey, every Tuesday at 8.30. I can plug that because it's mine. And... Um, and it's just been really good. Um, stand-up comedy is is something that now that I've found it and I've gotten a taste of it, I know that this is what I should have been doing my whole life. Um, this is what I meant to do. Um, with like that's my purpose. That's that's when I look back at my life and everything that I've ever done. This is my purpose, and um, I'm really excited about that. And you know, my goal is not to become famous. I don't care about award shows i don't care about acting i don't care about you know doing skits on instagram like those things seem like fun i wouldn't mind i'm not knocking anybody that does it i'm just saying as far as my goals like that's not something that's in my sights if the opportunity presents itself absolutely i will take advantage of everything i will try everything um just because just to experience it but that's not my goal i don't care to be um you know famous i don't care to be doing you know all that stuff um I've, i heard somebody say something about that um i don't remember who it was i'm not going to sit here and um you to death while i think about it but someone said that fame is a byproduct of doing of doing good work and something you love or something like that. I think I think that might have been on the Rogan show. I think I was just listening to um, to an episode with those two comedians, and um, yeah, that's that narrows it down. Uh, but it's a recent episode. Um, I think one of the guys was on news radio with him. Anyway, the whole point is yes, I don't care to be famous. Uh, that would um, you know that that's would be a byproduct of me doing what I'm doing. Uh, and that's not something I strive for. I want people to know me so that I can get booked and people come to the shows. Like, yeah, that's great. I want people to know me because of my comedy. I want people to know, think of me as being funny and having a good time. And you know if you come to one of my shows, you're going to have a good time. Um, you know, hosting this show, Laugh It Up Tuesday, um, has really shown me uh, the importance of that and just people um telling you oh i had such a good time tonight like just people saying that to me after a show that i put together 
makes me feel good. Like, that's it. Uh, you know, it's not, obviously, it's not about the money. It's not about the glamour and the glitz and all that bullshit. It's not. It's about the simple interaction of people having a good time and feeling good because of something you've done. Uh, all my life, everything I've ever done uh, has had a byproduct of making people not feel good. And having a byproduct of, um, you know, doing damage to the community, um, doing damage to classmates at the expense, you know, tr in, in the pursuit of trying to make someone laugh in a selfish way. Because I wasn't trying to make people laugh for themselves. I was trying to make people laugh for me. I had my own ulterior motives. Um, so now it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a lot different on um, working on a craft and, and working at something to... To put on a performance and 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 give people that little bit of joy, you know, like somebody comes up to you after the show and they say, "Oh, I haven't laughed like that in so long," um, and that you know that is just really rewarding. So that's what I'm chasing. Uh, that's the point. Uh, this podcast is just to get all of that documented, um, kind of. See where this journey takes me, and, and hopefully people tag along, hopefully have some good sound bites, and talk about a lot of things. I've been through a lot in my life, um, and I'm able to give a perspective on a lot of different things that some people may not have had to, may not have experienced. So if I'm able to share my story, and somebody hears it, and they don't have to go through something, or if they're in the middle of going through something, and this helps them out, then that's awesome. Um, otherwise, I am just going to talk shit and love it that's it um what else is going on um just finished this book david goggins um can't hurt me which has really opened up my eyes to a lot of different things as far as perspective and and discipline and and um the, just the amount of potential that you have and and it's really making made me look at what I've been putting out and and the potential that I've been leaving on the table and and it's going to be a process obviously to 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 change that that's not something that changes overnight um but uh, it's opened my eyes to it and and I'm really excited so if you get a um if you get a chance I downloaded on Audible uh obviously Audible does not sponsor this podcast but um they do offer a free trial subscription and you get like a free book and I, i've seen other ones where they give you like two books or something depending on uh what the promotion is but you can sign up with audible get a free book i i highly recommend david goggins can't hurt me as your free book that's what i did as mine it's set in my um in my audible app on my phone for i want to say like three or four months before i just um started listening to it um recently and uh, it's really good, man. The guy's went through a real shitty-ass life and the way he turns it around and and just goes after it. And and it's not even the real interesting, and I'm going to not talk about this book anymore because I've probably been beating people over the head with this book for the last um, week or two. Um, but the real um, takeaway from that book is not what he did and what he has accomplished. It's what is how much he failed to accomplish everything he has, he's accomplished. Like, that's the real message to me in this book. And it's just that he was relentless 
going after whatever he was going after, whatever he had in his mind, he would go after it and fail for whatever reason. And he did not spend time playing the poor me um, or why me game. Uh, you know, he just took the L, figured out what he did wrong, owned it, and then went back out there um, and and went after it immediately. And, uh, you know, you always say hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, and it's only 2020 because you weren't paying attention when you made that mistake. Like, I feel like if you, if, if you can eliminate the time that you spend complaining about something that happens to you, that's where you miss your opportunity is when you are complaining, then you have to go back and say, well, hindsight's 2020. Well, no, if you stayed in the pocket and, and address the problems immediately, you know, you have a better chance of resolving them a lot quicker. You know how many times I've done stuff or dragged stuff on or procrastinated on a problem just because I didn't want to address it. And then when I finally do address it, it gets solved so easily. And then you're just like, why did I spend so much time beating around the bush? Um, speaking around the beating around the bush, Stormy Daniels, huh? She wants to do stand-up comedy. Everybody's up in an uproar. I will change subjects like this. I don't give a shit. Um, just because I wanted to um, get away from that deep down hole that I was about to go down. Um, Stormy Daniels is uh, wanted, wants to do stand-up comedy. And everybody, I see all these posts, all these comics are, are, are outraged. How dare you? Uh, how dare you go against this holy, um, holy business that we have here this holy art form that we have that is comedy you cannot come into our hollowed halls with your stinky pussy and come over here and try to get on this mic i mean people are just fucking ridiculous I, I, that's to me it's just keep your head down shut up and just do what you're doing I, like the whole idea of focusing on other people and what other people are doing that's a thing that I used to do, and it gets me aggravated to think about it because it's just a drain on you. It's a waste of time. Nobody gives a shit, and that person that you're talking about is not even fucking thinking about you. They're busy doing something, right? You could knock Stormy all you want. She's had 700 dudes on top of her. Good. Good for her. Right, but the fucking point is, is that she's doing something. She put herself in the position to take that hush money from Trump. Right? You can call her what she want, but the, everything she's been doing has led her up to a point where she is a national name. Okay? Right? Isn't there something where they say no publicity is bad publicity? Right? Like she's a national name now, and she can. She can always turn her image around. She has done nothing that you cannot come back from. If fucking OJ can come back, God damn it, Stormy Daniels can bring that fucking used ass back on the fucking street. All right? And good for her. All right? If she's going to do stand-up comedy, if she's been writing jokes for 10 years, good for her. What the fuck do you care? You've been writing jokes for two minutes. All right? And people are just already criticizing her. Shut up. All right, she's doing whatever she's doing in her own lane. Has nothing to do with you. She is not taking food out of your mouth. She's not getting booked on shows over you. Like people are just so ridiculous. Like I don't know. It's just a, a 
just a mentality that I'm trying to really, um, it's just a mentality I really want to adopt of just don't worry about what, what shit, shit, don't worry about shit else that's going on in your life that has nothing to do with you. If it's not directly affecting you and your pursuit of your own goals, then shut up because nobody fucking cares. Nobody has time to complain. Well, people do have time to complain. Nobody has time to listen. Nobody cares about um, just about your shit. So, so leave it alone. Stormy Daniels, congratulations. Good for you. Go out there. Tell jokes. Uh, you could be like the fucking stripper comedian I saw <laughs> at one fucking show. Um, no, I don't think that she'd do that. She might just stand up there with clothes on. Either way, people have already seen you naked, so it wouldn't be a fucking change. Um, so, Stormy Daniels, that's great. Check. Uh, what else is going on? Um, not, oh, yeah, Laugh It Up Tuesday is good. Oh, man, I got, um, I got a bunch of shows coming up. I have, um, some exciting, exciting stuff coming up. I'm working, um, working with another comedian. Um, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about that, but I'm working with another comedian. I'm producing some shows. I won't even say names just to keep it on the hush-hush. Um, so, um, that's going to be cool just being a part of, um, cause I've been thinking about like producing shows outside of the show that I'm doing now, Laugh It Up Tuesday, but I just, I don't have time to do it by myself. I don't have time or the, um, intestinal fortitude to, uh, to venture on that, uh, by myself. So I'm really excited to be partnering up with somebody else and helping them with their, um, with their deals so I can learn. Uh, I have really good rapport with this person. Uh, we get along good. We've He's already been bouncing a lot of ideas off of me before we even talked about it. So making it official um, is going to be uh, really exciting for me. Uh, it's just another thing for me to take on, another thing I'm excited about, um, putting these shows together. And... Um, what else is going on? Oh, I got a, um, I got some really big news coming up in May. Uh, probably one of my biggest opportunities yet. I am going to be featuring for a national headliner um, in May. Um, not going to talk about the specifics again because I don't think it has been announced. <clears throat> Try not to count my chickens before they hatch, but I, you know, that opportunity um, presented itself. And I'm pretty nervous about it, to be honest with you. I mean... I'm going to go out there and, and give it my best. Obviously, I'm going to start, I've already started preparing because um, it's going to be 20 minutes. Uh, and I've done 20 minutes once before for a paid audience. Um, what I've been doing with my own show that I host, I host it on a weekly basis. But what I've been doing is once a month, I've gotten somebody else to host another uh, up and coming comic so that. I can spread the hosting duties around, give other people some hosting experience. And while I do that generous little bit of work there, I also get on stage myself. So I book myself on my own show, and then I close out the show, and I do 15, 20 minutes on my own. So usually I give anybody else um, uh, the last spot on the, of the night, and I let somebody else do 15, 20 minutes. Um, just so that people work, you know, people get the exposure. Like, I have such a, such a um, beautiful opportunity for not only for myself, but just all of the comics in the area um, with this show, Laugh It Up Tuesday. It's just a free bar show. This isn't the, you know, the uh, 
if this is a comedy store or, or anything like that, but it's a free comedy show that has a live audience uh, and people can get to work. People get, uh, instead of doing, um, you know, open mics, there's a, there's a local show that's booking people. Like, it's not an open mic. People get booked. They put their names on a flyer. I remember how important that was to me when I first started out. When I first got my name on a flyer, I'm like, wow, somebody took the time to put my name on a flyer. I think you'll probably hear me say that on one of the earlier podcast that you can find on SoundCloud. You can only you can find the first five episodes on SoundCloud. And then uh, they fucking gypped me for storage. Apparently you had to pay after that, threw me for a loop. So now I started hosting it on my website. And I only got two episodes on I got the first episode and I've got the last episode that I just recorded about my dad. Um, but this one is... Um, what am I talking about here? Podcast. Blah. That's what happens um, when you don't follow a format. There is no format here, folks. I'm just going off the top of the dome. I got notes, and that's it. Other than that, we're just making it happen. Uh, I get real nervous doing these, by the way. Even though there's nobody in here, I, I come down here, and I start doing sound check after sound check, and I'm, like, checking 700 different things just because I don't want to hit start because then that, you know, then it's go time. Um, but we're here. We're doing, a, we're doing another episode. That's what it's all about. Um... I think um, just hearing other podcasts, people talk about like their first episodes and how horrific, horrific they were, horrified that they were going back to listen to it, um, gives me hope. Right. So this is the process. I just got to stay consistent with it, and uh, like everything else, that I just start and then give up. Um, God, I got a soft topic. Uh, national headliner. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so the the show, right, and the blessing that it is. Okay, that's what I was talking about. Um, yeah, so it's good. So it's been a really good place for me. Obviously, hosting has been um, really, really fun, and it's made me a lot better uh, just being able. See, the one thing I do when I do my hosting, I don't do any of my material. I try not to, um, you know, sometimes if the opportunity presents itself while I'm doing crowd work, I will go into a bit to be funny. Uh, and because it's it's appropriate, but I don't stand there and start with material. Like especially if, if there's a crowd, um, I would do that if it's empty. But if there's a crowd, um, you know, even when it's empty, I just talk to the chairs. <laughs> I just talk to the chairs. Fuck it. But um, when there's a crowd, you do crowd work. You start asking questions. You talk to people, and you try to be funny that way. Get that natural funny out because um, it's good to really harness that. Uh, that tool, your natural funny, that that part, that thing that got you through the door at the first open mic, um, you know, you getting getting to that, not just jokes, um, just makes you a better comedian because you're 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 working on that muscle of thinking on the fly and being quick and um, controlling the tempo and you know, there's so many different facets of hosting um, that are really beneficial to just being a comedian, like just learning the flow of the show, learning the flow of the audience, and um, then, you know, like I said, so then I get somebody else to host, and then I'll do uh, 25 minutes at the end, 20 minutes, so I've done that, um, you know, I've done that maybe 10 times already, um, doing you know, 15, 20 minutes, um, I've gotten close to a half hour, I think at the most close, I think the most I've done is 26 minutes, and there's a lot of rifting in there, it's not tight, 
it's not a tight 20. And what people say when they say like a tight 10 or a tight 20, what that means is that you have your jokes. Like th that is tight. What you're saying, it's on point. Like you're going from point A to point B in that time. Like if you're, if you don't have a tight 10, you're going from point A to L to B, uh, all the way back up to R and then coming back down. You know what I mean? Like you're all over the place. So, which is where I am. Um, that's where I'm at. I don't have a tight, I don't think I have, I don't even think I have a tight five, to be honest with you. Um, I really, really have to get on that. I really have to get on developing a nice tight 10, really like hammering that down because that's important. Um, getting that tight 10 and then I really need to work on, um, submission tapes, uh, submission tapes for comedy festivals, for, um, just for everything, submission tapes. I really have to work on getting a really good submission tape. The submission tapes I have are dog shit for submissions. Um, you know, that's where it goes for having that tight five, that tight eight is for a good submission tape. My submission tapes are not good. Number one, I have a stupid intro that I put on there. The vicisfunny.com banner and the laugh track, um, which is nice for YouTube. But for submission tapes, um, you know, somebody's going to just look at that and be like, I'm not fucking li listening to 10 seconds of this shit. You know, people's time are tight. They're going to click that link. And it's not going to lead them directly to a joke, and they're not going to watch my video. And then I'm not going to get put, picked. I just submitted a video today for Skankfest in New York City, and I don't like it. I just don't like it for that same those reasons I listed before. Then, <clears throat> when the uh, the video starts and the set, like it's a good set, decent set. I wouldn't even say good. It's a decent set, and um, you get you know I make a lot of people laugh, but I'm freestyling. And I don't think freestyling is what people want to see. People want to see bits when it comes to festival submissions and for things like that. I think people want to see bits. I'm not sure. And, and this is just me talking. I don't know for sure. So um, just as what I'm going based on what I talk to with other comics. They want the video to start. Boom. They don't even want the fucking host introducing you. They just want you right off the top. Start talking. And... Um, my uh, the video I submitted and most of my videos always start out with me making some observational jokes about the room, about people in the ro front row, um, just about whatever. It never just goes me leading into material because I have this weird thing when I get up on stage that I kind of have to like settle in before I go into anything. I don't know. More things to work on, like touching my face every three minutes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's it. I need to work on getting all the, the tight, tight, tight stuff. But, um, yeah, man, May. May is going to be the the day when I feature for that national headliner. Uh, that announcement should be coming soon. Um, I feel like I just keep starting announcements that I can't finish. Um, but I do have an announcement that I can finish. And this... This is going to be good, ladies and gentlemen, okay? The World Series of Comedy will be coming to Nikki's Bar and Grill. Laugh It Up Tuesday will host a one-night event June 4th or June 2nd. It's that first Tuesday in June. I'm pretty sure it's the 4th. I'm looking at my calendar now. Bear with me. June. <clears throat> yeah, June 4th. 
Uh, June 4th will be a one-night event at Nikki's Bar and Grill. Um, what that means is uh, the World Series of Comedy has a lot of different satellite locations. Winners of those satellite locations all over the country will be going on to the main show in St. Louis, where they will pick the winner of the World Series of Comedy, um, which I'm sure is going to bring a lot of national attention to whoever wins it and, um, and help you get booked all over the country. Um, start a tour, start, you know, whatever it is, you have a, and you have a nice little credit behind your name, and, I mean, you're going against comics from all over the country, this is, um, it's pretty cool, World Series of Comedy, so, a local satellite event for the metropolitan New York City area will be in Boston, uh, that will be in, I want to say July, I think the end of July will be the, um, the satellite event in Boston. So, the one-night event. The World Series of Comedy is putting together one-night events all over the country because the people that submitted last year, I guess, were unhappy with the amount of performance they got Excuse me, for their money. So, now with your registration, uh, you can participate in one-night events. These one-night events are competitions, and the winner of a one-night event will go on to the satellite event. They get an automatic invitation to the um, to the one-night event. And everybody that participates in the one-night event will still be considered um, with their video submission for, um, for the uh, satellite event in Boston. So if you submit, <clears throat> we're going to have at least six competitors. And if you submit your video and you register through our one-night event at Nikki's Bar and Grill, then you automatically get entered into the contest. And then if you win the one-night event, you go straight to, to Boston for the competition. But if you don't win the one-night event and you still have a good video, you can still get selected to go up to Boston. Um... What else? Oh, now, here's the, here's the thing. Now, a lot of different places are putting one-night events. Um, buddy of mine is doing one in Brooklyn. I think he's doing two shows in Brooklyn. And um, uh, that's great. Yeah, two, two shows in Brooklyn. And what we are doing different, uh, not to compete with anybody, but just to offer our own little spin on this. And because Nikki um, is so supportive of what we're doing here. Uh, Nikki has offered to sponsor, I think she said two comics. I'm going to say two comics, and she's just going to have to do it. <laughs> um, no, she said, I'm pretty sure she said that what we're going to do is put on a couple of showcases um, coming up in April. We're going to have a couple of showcases, and in these showcases, um, you know, we're going to have a bunch of comics. Um, they're probably going to cut the time down to five minutes. Uh, we'll have um, probably do a mixture of judges and, and crowd reaction. And we're going to pick two winners. And those two winners um, will have their registration fee paid by Nikki's Bar and Grill um, to go to um, submit your video. So that is, um, yeah, and you'll also be included in the one night event. Uh, so that is. Um, that is uh, really exciting. I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of this. Obviously, as a um, 
uh, I guess I'm the promoter or the producer of the show, I am not eligible to compete in the one night event, um, but I will have, um, you know, if I have the minimum amount of um, uh, registrars, registers, registrants, I don't know, if I get the people to sign up, if I get enough people to sign up, then my registration fee is paid for um, by the World Series of Comedy, um, so that's what's in it for me. Other than putting on a really cool show and you know putting uh, putting together this opportunity for all these local comics, um, especially the the showcase. The showcases are what I'm really excited about because that's going to be somebody, um, and they're going to get their 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 registration paid for by Nikki, and I think that's so awesome of her to to be invested in it like that. So I'm very happy about that. And um, that's going to be at Nikki's Bar and Grill. So that's going to be coming up in June. Uh, I'm going to be doing a formal announcement online. Um, I don't know how much formal it gets than that. I'm just going to say it online to everybody else. I'll probably make a video or something. And, um, and make the announcement. So that's going to be cool. I'm really excited to, to be a part of this. This is like my one first, well, my first time uh, being involved in a competition. Um, I'm also part of something else that's going to be coming down the pipe uh, that I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about yet, so I'm just going to not say anything about it, but fuck it, I'll just tease you guys. I'm going to be a part of something really cool I just can't tell you. Um, and that's going to be coming up. What else do we have on the list? That's all I had. Um, yeah, so what else is going on? That's it. Um... I don't want to sit here and unmute it up, but I feel like I'm forgetting something. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's do some plugs in the meantime. Uh, today is the 5th, 6th, so you'll be hearing this. This Friday, I'll be at the Station Bar and Grill down in Cranberry, New Jersey. Wonderful little restaurant. They, uh, It's a free comedy show, and they, uh, they give all the comics a free meal. So that's really cool. I'm really excited about that. Nice little crowd, like, you know, family. Uh, I wouldn't say family-orientated, but, you know, it's just an older crowd. It's not really, um, uh, it's like an older, more sub suburban, maybe, or rural. More like a rural feel. <clears throat> So uh, it's just a different crowd to work in front of. Mike Bonner runs that show. He's really, really cool guy I met. And um, Rich Carucci put me on to that, the Steamroller Comedy. And um, what else I got? Then uh, Friday after that, I'll be at The Loft in Patterson, New Jersey. Uh, but don't be scared because it's right on the border by Fairlawn, right on Route 21 next to that Burger King. That'll be next Friday night, 9 p.m., uh, tickets go on sale. You can get those at ClintEsposito.com. I won't even spell it for you. you got to look it up yourself. ClintEsposito.com. Uh, tickets are $10 online, and I think they're 15 at the door. And uh, that's going to be a really good show. Uh, who else I got going down the pipe? I got the following Friday after that. We're in the Black Box Theater. Uh, that's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, black Box Theater, nice little theater, BYOB, you can bring your own booze, that's really fun. Uh, then I'll be at Nikki's on the 19th, no, the 26th, yeah, I'll be at, the, at Nikki's 26th, I'll be performing, I won't be hosting, um, and then I think that wraps up March for me. Um, 
a lot of Friday bookings. I usually don't get a lot of Friday bookings. But I'm just trying to increase all bookings. I'm just, I need to do more. I need to start getting out to the city more. Um, but that's the work-life balance. I'm trying to balance chasing my dream while being a professional during the day and fulfilling my duties. And then also being a husband and a father while also being a productive member of society and a stand-up comedian slash podcaster slash social media, um, uh, I don't know what the fuck, aspiring social media influencer. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm working on a lot of shit, and I like it. I'm very busy. I'm busier than I've ever been in my life, my whole life. I, guys, I can't explain it to you. Um, I'm not, I can't explain it. I can't stress it enough. How fucking lazy I've been my whole life, all right? Straight up, and I still feel like I'm lazy, but I'm doing a lot um, for me. And um, it's because I'm doing things I really like doing, all right? I really enjoy sitting here for the last 30 minutes and just talking about stuff. I really enjoy working on jokes and coming up with new jokes and writing a new joke and how excited I am to go fucking say it at an open mic. I really enjoy going to open mics. You want to know how I know I I enjoy going to open mics? Because I will leave my house at 8 o'clock at night to go somewhere. All right, I don't do that for anything. I don't like leaving my house. Once I'm home, I'm not going to the gym. I don't want to go hang out with you. Once I'm home, I like to be home. All right, and I've not been home. I've been out a lot. And I know it's been putting a lot of stress on my wife and a lot of stress at home, but she is a fucking trooper and she's been supporting me and I can't stress how grateful I am. Um, to have her behind me, and um, and I know I know it's hard. It's it's really hard on 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 the the balance of things. And I try to do my best to to give as much as I can wherever she needs. Um, that's a whole nother fucking podcast for another day. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So I'm just excited about all the stuff that's going on. I'm really fucking excited. I don't know if you've heard me say that before, but I'm excited. Um, yeah, all right, so, um, that's all good, um, also, shout out to my boy Billy Alimo and his company, 18 Pool Tables, all right, they are a sponsor of this podcast, 18 Pool Tables, you need your pool tables recovered, you need your pool table moved, all right, you just bought a house and the fucking people left the pool table there because they didn't want to move it, and now you're stuck moving it. Call 18 Pool Tables. He'll come by with a couple of thugs. They'll hit you over the head, take apart your pool table, wake you up, and charge you. (laughs) No, they won't hit you over the head. Uh, The prices are great. Um, The service is excellent. Go to his website, New Jersey, New York Pool Tables, I think it is, or New Jersey, New York, New York, New Jersey Pool Tables. It's 18 billiards. 18 Pool Tables. 18. Dun, 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 dun. That's what they play when they pull up. They they just come out rocking the A-team. But uh, but they do great work. Uh, A lot of custom pool tables. They work with a lot of Gold Crown, uh, Brunswick. You know, Brunswick's the biggest name in billiards. Um, 
and they uh, they do it all. So uh, you know, check them out. And um, if you're interested in being sponsored on this podcast, please email me at vicisfunny.com at gmail.com. All right, the first dot com you got to spell out, but the second dot com you can just type the period and hit com. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, vicisfunny.com. That's another plug right there. And um, that's it, guys. Um, just uh, I'll leave you with a positive message. All right. Uh, I don't have a positive message. Just be good fucking people. All right. Have a good night. Good evening. And goodbye. <laughs>